0: Uh, You want to reach behind that right there? And then I thought it'd be fun. What the fuck is this? I thought it'd be fun to do what uh, I've seen lots of other podcasts do. Have a theme? Where they have a themed drink every week.
1: Uh, And this week the theme is Carly Carly Jepsen? Uh. (laughs) What's that chick's name? Uh, This is Malort. You ever had Malort? No. All right. I'm about to. I You're guess. about to. We're about to follow that up with a shot of Woodford then.
0: Uh, let's let the Malort do what the Malort does, because I don't know that I'm going to need any Woodford. But Are we recording? Yeah, it's oh, okay. on. Pour them up, buddy. <clears throat> so, like, this podcast will kill you has quarantinis, and uh, the successful businessman had what you drink in my man, uh, and so I thought it'd be fun if we had a different, uh, different alcohol every week, but Instead of having, I think having it's fun to have the same alcohol every day. It's just Malort every time, every week. It's Malort. <laughs> uh, and what, what
1: is it? This is Carl Jepson Company, and now, who am I thinking of? Carly Rae Jepson. Oh, okay, I think
0: right. Jep, Jepson. Na 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 na.
1: Fuck! I just drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my face... Uh. Who would drink that? People from Chicago love it. Really, they it love- tastes so bad. It's That's the most bitter thing. I've- it's like when you fucking did Dutster after two thousand six, <laughs> or or when you when you eat your Nintendo Switch games
0: for fun. <laughs> uh, no, so we were in Chicago uh, last year, and we went to we went to a, a, a like full Korean karaoke bar with the private rooms. And the karaoke screen plays softcore porn behind the words to the songs. Like, stellar. Incredible experience. Well, I went out to get us some shots, and the guy was like, how long have you been in Chicago? I was like, it's our first night in Chicago. He goes, well, then you need to take a shot of Malort. I was like, what's Malort? And he's like, don't worry about it. You just need a shot of Malort. So he pours me a shot of Malort. He is this like Chicago's like
1: equivalent of like sending people on a snipe hunt? <laughs> yeah, I
0: think so. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is Chicago's, the... Uh, uh, taking a taking a table of uh, shredded carrots as a side. Anyway, I says to the guy, I says, hey, give me a shot. He goes, you got to try Malort. He pours up two Malorts. So I take my shot. He takes his shot. I make the exact same face you've just made. And I go, ugh, why? And he goes, because fuck you. That's why. <laughs>
1: Malort. And you bought a bottle of it? I bought a bottle of it for this How show. How is this called liqueur? You know, a, a Roman, full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. It is bitter taste. Is savored by two-fisted drinkers. That's what it says on the back of the bottle. Uh, yeah,
0: two-fisted drinkers is in its bitter taste. This is the Chicago flag. Uh, so yeah, that's Carly Ray Jepsen's Malort, uh, and it's going to be the drink of the week.
1: Making my way to the bathroom, going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right.
0: Yeah, okay. in Chicago they call it a handshake. You get a, you get a shot of Malort.
1: And a beer for like three bucks. I love Chicago. It's like a handshake with a fucking hand buzzer in this, it. Yeah, this episode brought to you by Chicago. So we didn't do the we didn't do any opening music because I didn't know we were recording. Well, I uh, well let's get there. It's a little weird now.
0: Okay, well, give
1: we me another shot.
0: Oof! The end of this episode is going to be rough. The beginning of tomorrow's episode is in. The episode of my life is also going to be
1: rough. <laughs>
0: uh, give me half of that.
1: All right. Tastes much better, I guarantee you. This is Woodford Reserve, baby. All right. Thank you. There we go. That's good. Give a little whistle.
0: Oh, and with that, welcome to another episode of Disney Plusin and Cussin'.
1: And always let your conscience be your guide.
0: My name is Mr. Chexty, but all my friends call me Deefy. And
1: I'm Timony Cricket. <laughs> And we are Disney and and Cussin. Today we're heading to Tuscany. Disney and and Tuscany. Dizzy Disney Tuscan and And Buskin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
0: yes, absolutely. fucking I I gotta say, Tim, I uh was fucking stoked for this episode. We have we watched Snow White. It was terrible. I mean it's great. It's magical and it's, no, it sucks. It sucked. Uh, we watched Swiss Family Robinson, mm-hmm. nineteen forty and nineteen sixty. Nineteen, I had a good time. I had a
1: really great time. Uh, we watched a. F- it's just a blur, and I just remember fucking Fritz's like weird sweaty head. There,
0: there are too many Fritzes and Ernst. Did you see the meme today that just? Uh, it was. It was like the. It was like the world was excited to know that we were talking about Ernst, uh, but there was a meme I saw today. And it just said, Ernest Eats Ass, and it's just, it's just the cover of Scared Stupid uh, with instead a big pumpkin. butt instead of a pumpkin.
1: <laughs> it's fucking dumb as hell, but I loved it. Yeah, loved it. every minute of it. I've, it's really weird hearing Slinky Dog talk now uh, without being voiced by Jim Varney. Because oh, a lot of times you can, you know Jim Varney's dead, right? Yeah, but I didn't know that he was Slinky Dog. He was Slinky Dog the whole time, except for after he died.
0: Shit, <clears throat> you know they—they—they
1: uh, kind of downplay Slinky Dog now. He's not—he's
0: not. They—they not. took a lot of—they took a lot of, they took a lot of uh, footage of previous Don Rickles performances to make sure that Mr. Potato Head got to be in Toy Story Four. Not for the sake of the story, he didn't need to be there, but for the sake of Mrs. Rickles
1: what they're trying to keep it from her that her husband's dead <laughs> yes. Uh, yes no they they they
0: they wanted to respect this fucking
1: weekend in bernies and bernies <laughs> and with, with don rickles a dead body for his wife she wakes up and
0: there's just a potato next like, to her in the God. bed and she's like this is normal, this is normal. She, she wouldn't be able to handle it man <laughs> she just couldn't, she couldn't handle it they and and Pixar knew that it would kill her Absolutely. Anyway. anyway we watched snow white we watched so much Swiss Family Robinson, and this is a Swiss liqueur, the Malort, uh, apparently. It, you're, it, I didn't think we'd be starting off that way. Your mouth is going to be bitter for the rest of the night. <laughs> you will not. I feel like I've it.
1: already cleansed it. with like... uh,
0: But today, we are we watched Pinocchio, uh, and I have been waiting to watch Pinocchio since we had the idea of this podcast
1: I was like, "Yeah, we have to sift through some shit, and then we'll get to some good stuff. And the, then we'll probably dive neck deep into some shit." It's again. yeah, I,
0: I'm a, I'm a bit scared that this is as good
1: as it's going to get for us for the next. You yeah. know what we're watching next week, though. Boy Meets World. Have you started any episodes yet? No. It's good. I gotta.
0: I gotta. I've, you remember liking it as a kid, right? I didn't watch a ton as a kid. I remember liking
1: Topanga as a kid. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Everybody does. Who doesn't? Uh. Depending on not even in the first episode, I... Wait, you've already started watching Boy Meets World? I started watching Boy Meets World. I All just right. watched the first step. Okay. We'll talk about that next week, but uh, it's it's better than Wizards of Waverly Place, and I will not say if it's better than The Proud Family, because we're not going to talk about The Proud I, Family. I watched, uh, I, I, the, in Confessions Corner,
0: I need to let you know that even though it's not required of me, I watched another episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> I like it. Later seasons. I, I enjoy it. I would love to see it come back. I'm ready for the. I'm I'm ready for the reboot, the live action reboot for Disney Plus. Uh, but speaking of live action reboots, not gonna lie. After watching Pinocchio today, and s- I watched so many documentaries last night
1: about Pinocchio. Yeah, the really. Make- the making of. Pinocchio. All right. Well, I'm ready. I will shut up until uh, until it's time to start talking. So about what
0: I I thought to myself. Now, reminder, Tim. This movie came out the same year the Swiss Family Robinson came out. Uh, so just to keep you happy, because act to follow. I know this is your favorite part of the episode. Uh, just to remind you, Nancy Pelosi was in fact born in 1940, just like this movie. Uh, so was Trump that bitch. <laughs> I don't want to just dive into the making of Pinocchio and just have a, a, a big segment at the beginning about all of the fucking incredible shit that went into the making of Pinocchio. I think as we talk about the movie itself, I want to dive in with some of the, here's how they did that badass thing, because we're finally on an episode where I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're finally on an episode where we both got to watch something that we really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. This was the first time that I got to turn on the movie with Addie in the room, and she watched the entire thing from start to finish. <laughs> uh, she loved it. She loved every minute of it. I had to ban Arnie from the room.
1: Uh why are you writing, Baba? Why are you writing stuff down while you're watching the movie, Baba? You are watching Pinocchio, Baba? Can you put on Heffalumps and Woozles for
0: me, Baba? That—that's your fault. You're—you're you're the one on the Winnie the Pooh kick.
1: I am on the Winnie the Pooh kick. I can't and wait till we get to that w- shit. We've got—we've got a couple a, of a few decades. Couple of decades. Uh, so we have to go through a lot of don knots before we get the, to Winnie the Pooh. There's a lot
0: of don knots before we get to to Winnie the Pooh. Now. We've got some Boy Meets World coming up next week, because this current two-week segment is the real Boy Meets World. We don't need to dive into the history we got into a little bit, but just a refresher for everybody, World War II is just starting to heat up a little bit. We So we let's talk about the making of Pinocchio as Pinocchio unfolds in front of us. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk a little bit about Wild Bill Carlo Colodi. 1800s, fucking Italy. This dude takes a peek at Charles Dickens and says, I like the way that motherfucker writes fucking serials. Fuck getting paid one time. I want to get paid 15 times every time this son of bitch gets published.
1: I mean, that was kind of like the way that people liked to ingest... It's it's uh, yeah it's the it's same. It's their soap operas. It's
0: their soap operas. It's uh, it's how it's how material was published. It's why we've got Dickens. It's how David Copperfield showed up, the magician, not the book. And so so Carlo Colodi decides it's time. He there. This is the first ever serial publication for children, and he wants to provide a tale of morality for the kids of Italy. And so he comes up with Pinocchio, and the difference—one of the many, many differences between Pinocchio and the movie that we watched today, and Pinocchio in the Wild Bill Carlo Colodi
1: novel—well, serial was uh, Pinocchio was a real dick. Uh, the mm-hmm. most notable thing, the only thing that I was really going to mention, is that um, Disney took some liberties with the source material. Just a few, um, yeah. The 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 main thing being mm-hmm. that. Um, Jiminy Cricket, not called Jiminy Cricket, he's just the the talking cricket or something. a
0: talking cricket. A talking
1: cricket that has lived for a hundred years in that house. And then he starts talking to Pinocchio. Pinocchio gets pissed off at him, throws a wrench at him to, like, scare him off, and then it accidentally hits him and kills him. Yep. And the conscience aspect of Jiminy Cricket following Pinocchio around, in the original book, He is a ghost that haunts Pinocchio for the rest of his days. Yeah. Not necessarily malevolently. No. Although he has all the right in the world to. Yeah. He ended his hundred year streak with a hammer. Yeah, a mallet. A wooden mallet. Yeah. Uh, We
0: find a... We see some reference to that wooden mallet later uh, with a cat. You mean fox and cat? Fox and cat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh... We'll, we'll we'll talk more about the novel as we get to Fox and Cat and all the things that happen. I think the other thing that's important to note is uh, Pinocchio was a piece of shit in the book. He's kind of a piece
1: of shit in the movie, but he's just a dum-dum. He's
0: a lovable dum-dum. Like, he's just a dum-dum who finds himself being fooled. Uh-huh. In the books, he was a piece of shit for the sake by, of by fucking human being a piece of shit. So in the books, at one point, Pinocchio needs some cash, so he sells everything that Geppetto owns. That's rude. Uh, at one point, he gets Geppetto thrown in jail. You remember that episode of South Park with the Long Long Ago? Yeah. When all the kids get the parents sent to sent to jail? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the, uh, back with the Long Long Ago. So in the in the serials, Pinocchio is cold. So like a fucking idiot, he puts his feet up next to the fire. He's made of wood, you dumb dumb. So Pinocchio puts his feet up next to the fire. Well, guess what? They burn off completely. Pinocchio can't walk anymore. Uh, so Geppetto comes in. He's like, my boy, my boy, I love you so mushy. You're my boy. I'm going to give you some new feet. So Geppetto gives Pinocchio new feet. You know what Pinocchio does with his new feet? Runs to the cops like a little bitch and tells <laughs> him that Geppetto's a real dick. So Geppetto goes to fucking 1800 Sicily prison for a little while. This is after Pinocchio sold all his shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was looking over the plot, uh, it seemed like it was kinda of going all over the place and that's because it's a serial.
0: It's because it's a they serial. The series gotta have
1: lots of crazy little climaxes.
0: And that's that's the thing about Pinocchio the movie, which didn't do well by the way. Again, World War Two, who's gonna go see a movie about a puppet? Nobody.
1: Uh yeah we're we're at war with the fucking Italians. And do I wanna go watch an Italian puppet? Uh, fucking cameo by Mussolini in there. Are you talking about Stromboli? I want to talk lots about Stromboli. Let's... Once we get into the fucking, well, then let's start digging into the meats and
0: potatoes. So anyway, Wild Bill Carlo Colodi wrote a serial about a real dickhead. Disney says, "Hey, you know what? Nobody wants to watch a movie about a dickhead. We need to make this movie nice. We need to make this kid nice." So they audition a bunch of they audition a bunch of famous actors. They they're they're hot off the heels of Snow White. They're excited. They're like, we got money. People like us. We've done really cool things. Let's get some famous actors. Nobody ever made movies. With I'm guessing. Uh,
1: let me guess who the famous actors were that are in this because there are some motherfuckers with some swagger. I'm gonna say the Jiminy Cricket guy. The, who do you think he was? I don't know. He was famous. I mean, I don't know actors from the 40s, but uh,
0: They called him Ukulele Ike.
1: <laughs> okay. His name was Cliff Edwards. Cliff Edwards. We got Cliff Edwards as as um, No, as Jimmy. As Jimmy Cricket. And I bet the Honest John guy was a famous guy. I don't think... So. I don't know. And then I'll bet... And... I feel like we're handling this wrong. Let's jump in. So... You're you're correct. We are handling this
0: wrong because that's exactly what Walt Disney said. Everybody said, let's get some famous motherfuckers. Walt Disney was like, "Eh, no, let's get a real boy to play the real boy. So they hired a kid. They auditioned hella kids. Now, there's one, like other than... Yeah, I think the kid did okay. Other than Ukulele Ike, there's one really, really famous name who was a voice actor in this film. Is it the Blue Fairy? Nope. Is it... Figaro. Nope Chloe Cleo no strong bully you want to hear his one line? Here you
1: go Who is it? The fucking cat Figaro
0: No not that cat that's a kitten the
1: other cat. Oh Kitty no his name is Kitty. no his, in the book his name is Kitty. no in the fucking show in the movie his name is Kitty No, it's something it's with a G Honest John and Kitty. Honest no that's the book. Cat and Fox. Cat and Fox. No, hey, he's he, got a name. No, he doesn't have a
0: name. Hey, Siri, what's that cat's name? I'm telling you, right. he's got a name. Well, pals, we're going to look it up. All right, let's look it up. This is a real tortilla. Yeah, making a taco, putting onions on it.
1: Gideon?
0: Yeah, I fucking... You, Giddy. You thought they were oh, saying kitty. Oh, was kitty. No, it's Gideon, whose only line is... Yeah, but he's he emotes real hard. Is the most famous person in the whole movie. Who is it? Mel Fucking Blanc, the voice oh, of really? Bugs Bunny of all of the Warner. It's like his potentially his, the greatest voice actor of all time. The uh, the voice of Bugs Bunny, the man who everyone wanted for their cartoons only worked for Disney one fucking time. One time they got Mel Blanc. That's I mean, crazy. And at the last minute, Disney goes, and Gideon should be mute.
1: They use none of it. Oh, really? The only thing you get from Mel Blanc is no. Shit. I swear. I wonder if that if that exists anywhere. The Mel Blanc, footage? yeah.
0: I it has to be somewhere.
1: Well, no, it doesn't. They didn't no, save shit back then. Fucking Walt's it voice. It was
0: the war. They they used the they used Mel Blanc's voice to make bullets or some shit. Oh no. <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie is
1: full of shit. Like, that. do you have any any more like uh, background info? I mean, I'm 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 down to hear it if it's relevant and Who- not some stupid bullshit. <laughs>
0: uh, no, that's all I got. Disney didn't like that that the book had. No, he thought that nobody would want to see a, a puppet being a dickhead, so he wanted to make sure that this kid was believable. They also had everybody went into this just cocky as shit. They were all like. Fuck your you, dicks are rock hard. We made Snow fucking White. We can make anything we want to.
1: Sounds like lampwick. Uh,
0: and so they also said that this was their opportunity as animators to uh, everything they wished they could do in Snow White. They were gonna make happen here. Uh, and this is way better than Snow White. It's. From a pacing perspective, from a cinematography perspective,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, the cinematography is really good. The like...
0: score is perfect, and at the time, people were like, "This is nothing compared to what Snow White was," because it was Snow White was big and orchestral and just fucking fantastic, and and brought you to this like fantasy world. But the the score for Pinocchio is everything it needed to be. If you think about the clock scene. And the there fucking, are like four clock scenes. I've got some information for the clock, so let's dig right in. So we are watching Pinocchio. Tim, tell us what happened.
1: Yeah, so um, we start off with uh, like a whole bunch of these movies are going to start off um, that are in like our uh, let's say like canonical, beloved fairy tale translated Disney movie. You're gonna you're gonna have like. Uh, real-time footage going into a book, and then that book opens up, and then we start. But, sitting next to that book is Jiminy Cricket. You know what else was sitting next to that book?
0: Did you see the other two books next to that book? No. What were they? Alice in Wonderland and Peter
1: Pan. Oh, fucking teasers? Teasers. No shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't notice that. But, um, we have Jiminy Cricket... Um, as we're zooming in on the book, singing the most iconic Disney song of all time that accompanies the uh, classic fucking silhouette of the castle. Ah, oh. Oh. And then he goes, Pretty, isn't it? And now begins my hatred of Jiminy Cricket throughout this entire movie. If he didn't tell you in that moment he was a cricket, would you know he was a cricket? No. He looks like some little imp with big fat human toes. <laughs> um Alright, so Jiminy Cricket uh, is is our is our is our chorus, if you will, our narrator. Um and he's talking about, well, I'm not always how I was today, but back in the day, I was a piece of shit, you know. And uh, he's wearing shitty clothes. And it starts off like a fucking first-person shooter from like N64 days of him hopping towards Geppetto's workshop. Um, he breaks in. Uh, he's trying to warm his uh, his decrepit little ass, um, and warm it he does. Um, pulls a so coal right out of the fire. Yeah, he, he pulls a coal out of the fire. And here begin a series of ass jokes that will last throughout the entire movie. The entire movie. Yeah. So there I was, warming my myself as he's like putting his little cricket cheeks up to the fucking coal. Uh,
0: but, okay, so that joke was delivered
1: flawlessly. Oh, yeah.
0: Timing was perfect.
1: Jiminy Cricket is all, like, cheeky, late-30s attitude, like this fucking silver-tongued, lovable, sassy rogue that's, like, probably cool at the time. Like, Jiminy Cricket, Jiminy Christmas, whatever, that was, like, a phrase then, right? Yeah. We're about to see... This is the beginning of, of a trend that we will see throughout all of the Disney movies where they try to kind of latch on to whatever is cool at the time. And Jiminy Cricket is what's cool at the time, and he's fucking lame.
0: No, 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 no. He's absolutely not lame. Jiminy Cricket, Jiminy Cricket is the fucking fawns, my man. Jiminy Cricket is ice cold for then.
1: Mm. Jiminy Cricket is ice cold right now. I think he is lame as fuck. Why? He takes me out of it. Jimmy Cricket takes you out of Pinocchio. Yes. Oh, Jimmy Cricket oh, is oh, oh, I'm sorry. I want to. I want to scroll back. Scroll back a little bit. Maybe with our fancy editing software, we will be able to cut this piece and put it back. But let's just say that this is our uh, our scrappy Bond Scott days, uh, where we insert something that we forgot to talk about. I want to start a new segment. Okay. I want to start a new segment because my whole life I've done this and I never really got to talk about it. Find a funny name in the credits. What'd you find? All right. One of the names of one of the animators, last name is He, Uh Uh H-E-E, and the first first name name is just a T. T. T T-He. Yeah. You're
0: talking about (laughs) T-He. Yeah, I found that. I found that today, too.
1: (laughs) And did you say T-He when you saw it? I
0: did. I said, Morgan, T-He, and she looked up from her phone and she was like, I missed it.
1: Happened a lot while we were watching lots of things. We'll probably see lots of familiar names in in, in looking for stuff like that. Absolutely.
0: Alright, let's go back. Funny names in the credits. Teehee. Well, that's all I got. Oh, that was okay. the only one. Uh, uh you're, you're deviating from the importance here when you try to tell me that Jiminy Cricket is fucking lame.
1: Oh, I will return to this time and time and time again. Okay. He's going to be lame throughout this whole fucking movie. No. You think Jiminy Cricket's cool? Jiminy Cricket fucking drives the boat, my
0: dude. He does drive the boat. Jiminy, no, Jiminy Cricket is not just cool, but we've got none of this without
1: Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. I'm not saying he's not an important character. I'm Weird. saying his fucking attitude is dated and, and feels stupid. Which attitude is this? His moxie. His like spunk. I will talk I mean most of what I've written here is about Jiminy Cricket. Good. So.
0: Well then we're gonna dig right into it. Yeah. So Jiminy Cricket has broken into a house. Ice cold. He needs to get his fucking butt warm. Ice cold. He sticks
1: his hand on a sexy yeah. clock. He's resting his hand on the fucking girl's ass. Ice cold. Yeah. And then what's Jiminy he say? Jiminy Cricket. What's he say? What's he saying? Oh, pardon me, ma'am. Pardon me, ma'am. He's fucking kind of shit. Dude, wait. Just wait for it. He is a horny motherfucker.
0: Are you talking about the time he tries no, to no, fuck we'll a clock? To,
1: we'll get to that. Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, because Jiminy Cricket's going to try to fuck a clock. Um, that's Is that what you're trying to tell me right now?
1: He's basically um, talking like 1930s shit to all of the fucking music boxes. Like he's a little pissed off at them. Now we're observing
0: a fucking masterwork of animation. Right. Visual storytelling, fucking personality animation, and music as the fucking clocks are introduced because Geppetto's all like Jiminy Cricket's all like, Oh yeah, my butt's nice and warm and this place is empty as shit and yeah, I'm Now a I'm gonna hobo, start checking it out. Yeah. I'm gonna start checking it out and I'm all alone and then here comes Geppetto coming walking down the stairs. And he's got the world's cutest
1: cat, Figaro. I love Figaro. Figaro is my favorite character in this movie. Three
0: years old, but still a kitten. Fucking personality coming out the yin-yang. Figaro comes walking down the stairs with Geppetto. Jiminy Cricket's all like, ding, ding, going up. Gotta get out of here. Gotta hide myself. And so Jiminy Cricket hangs out with the cuckoo clocks. And the toys, Geppetto, man, of all of these, Geppetto's got that pocket watch that has two dudes cheersing. Yes.
1: Let's be that pocket watch real quick. Ding, ding, ding. Hell yeah. We are introduced to Pinocchio before Pinocchio becomes animate. He's got no mouth. Um, Geppetto is painting the mouth on him. He's introducing him. To the different beloved like auxiliary characters, which are Figaro and Cleo, the world's sexiest goldfish. She is so fucking hot. Oh my
0: god, I would bang that goldfish. Um, not gonna lie to you, dude. I'd, so I'd as bang he's, that as he's
1: introducing him to Figaro, he fucking kicks Figaro in the ass with Pinocchio's foot. Just fucking a, a cycle of casual animal abuse that Geppetto will engage in. Really, I'm being a little dramatic. It's more he's just trolling him. He, he's just trolling his buddy. He
0: carries him throughout the feature
1: like a mother cat by mm. the
0: scruff of his neck. But you know that Figaro doesn't mind because he's so truly in love with Geppetto that he gets so fucking mad at Pinocchio for getting to sleep Are you in saying bed. that
1: Geppetto and Figaro are a gay couple? Yes. Okay. Then the clocks start going off. I want all of these fucking clocks, man. They all exist. Do
0: they really? I swear to God. Part of animating this feature film is they hired a puppeteer and a marionette maker who also happened to make models. And every single cuckoo clock that you see in Pinocchio actually exists as a working clock where, so that the they, animators could watch it. Most of them are probably so long gone. It was the fucking war. They didn't save most of this. The Disney archives house everything that they can. Most of these cuckoo clocks have been lost to history. But every cuckoo clock, every toy, actually existed at some point. So the animators could watch how they worked. That fucking turkey with the neck that comes so off. So yeah,
1: you've got, you've got animal murder. The t- You've got the you've, turkey murder. Uh, 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 clever animals dodging their death. Uh. Uh, which, you got the turkey uh, pulling its neck in. And then you got the, the bird coming out of the trees and the hunter shooting at it. Yep. And he's avoiding that. You've got uh, nudity and uh, child abuse. Are you talking about the
0: boy getting spanked for eating the jam?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. His just wailing on his bare ass. That was a
0: very Fox News description of a little boy getting spanked for getting into the jam.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is this is theater. <laughs> I'm going to exaggerate on a lot of stuff. You got a fucking drunk popping out of the bar. They call him hiccuping. the Tipple. How do
0: you know that? Because I researched this shit.
1: The tipple. All right. They
0: call him the tipple. Well, I like that one a lot. i That's my favorite clock. Uh, you didn't talk about the Indian man in full blackface wearing a turban and dancing on an elephant. I didn't see that. He's in there. Classic Disney. Those Italians, man. Collodi. Um, I had... That's why that joke makes sense. This whole time I'm pronouncing his name wrong and the joke doesn't make sense because of the pronoun... It's Colodi, which is why when I say Wild Bill Colodi, it's funny. It never uh, was funny. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't know why you were doing that. I was, yeah, because I, I keep saying Collodi. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had a fish. This this movie was, like, big for me as a little kid. So I had a fish, uh, and we named her Chloe or Cleo, and she died the next day. Because you blew smoke into her before? I don't know why... Uh, I don't know how people keep fish I know that we had four fish And three of them died And one lived And that one is still alive Shut the fuck up You've got a fish from your childhood that still exists No, I got a fish from Miney's childhood Oh Katie bought each of the kids a fish
0: Wait <coughs> Sorry, that was my tacos These are recent fish
1: Yeah Okay, go on But this fish has lived for like a year and a half That's and the a other time. The others lived for like three weeks Good for you um, Cleo in my childhood, and now anytime I am introduced to a girl named Chloe, I always think of that fucking fish. Even though her name was Cleo? Yeah, it's it's close enough. It's an island team. Um, time for bed. They go lay down, super cute. And then uh, Figaro, ready to go to sleep, and Geppetto's like, oh, Figaro. I forgot to open the window. Figaro's like,
0: fuck you, man, dude. he's like,
1: fuck you, dude. You're f- closer
0: to it, and, and you're a man.
1: I just got comfortable. I don't have thumbs. Eat a dick. I love all of Figaro's gestures. He's so bratty and, like, fed up with everything. This is why fucking Disney still
0: exists to this day, because Figaro is such a dick and perfect. Figaro's not a dick. Figaro... No, he, but he's he's just such a bratty little boy. He's an only child. Disney says, I want this cat to look like a kid who's only ever been given everything he wants. But also completely like a cat. But still completely like a cat. All right, so now that we're here, I'm so excited to talk about this. What One of the things <laughs> that I want to do for this podcast is over the next... Do another shot of Malort? Literally for the next few years, eat another taco. For the next couple years, because we're looking at all the way past Jungle Book, dude, we're talking, we're going to get to meet the nine old men. And now the nine old men is a joke that FDR once told about the Supreme Court. He was like, it's just a bunch of fucking nine. It's just nine fucking old men. Right. FDR was like, it's nine old men. Supreme Court. Right. Well, Disney had the same nine lead animators all the way through the fucking Jungle Book. The aristocrats, like most of them are still there. All the way up
1: through the so 70s, they, they started phoning
0: it in. Then. Most of the movies that we're gonna watch for the next hundred episodes of this thing are, are made by these nine old men. And each one of them sort of takes takes charge of, of a different character in this movie. Um, so one of the things that I want to do in future episodes is sort of feature each old man as we get forward and, and what they committed to the episode. But this was the nine old men going, man, we fucking killed it with Snow White, right? Like, you guys want to do some shit? You guys, want, you, you guys want to get into this? And so, like, Figaro had his own animator. And Disney goes, not good enough. Not good enough. I need this cat to look like a cat. But I also need this cat to have the personality of an only child who's only ever been given everything he wants. Go. And we are literally six years... From fucking Silly Symphonies. We're like eight years, like eight years from fucking Steamboat Willie. Like, think about Steamboat Willie right now. Like, in your head, think about Steamboat Willie. I can draw Steamboat Willie right now with a piece of fucking paper and a pencil. But you and do. I can't. I'm a terrible artist. There's a reason that I'm talking into a microphone, eating tacos, and getting drunk on Malort because I can't draw. We are just a. Few years away from Steamboat Willie, and we're talking about fucking Pinocchio right now, which to this day is everything that animation could possibly be, and it's because of these nine old men. But Figaro, and in, in this scene, like this, really sells it to me because I, you Figaro is clearly a cat. Not only is Figaro a cat, it's. 2020 not to date our podcast but it's currently the year 2020 my daughter loves figaro the cat as a character he's in fucking Disney, mickey mouse clubhouse and figaro is one of her favorites she knows the name of this cat before she's ever met this cat she's excited because i tell her that we're gonna watch figaro's first appearance she's two figaro still exists because these I wish motherfuckers, my kid had your
1: fucking kid's attention span.
0: These motherfuckers figured out how to give an animal personality. It tastes like bile. It tastes like when I'm throwing up it bile. It literally tastes like wait, here, this episode brought to you by my But here we see the nine old men and Walt himself just fucking living out their dreams. And Figaro, man... Like Figaro in that moment, the way he kicks the blanket off of him—we've all been there. Oh yeah, I'm fucking oh Figaro. Really you feel won't. that shit. You feel Figaro getting mad about that shit. It's literally crayons and
1: fucking pencils and colors, and you believe it. So Figaro goes to open the window, and um, I feel like we get a way better, a way better application of music to accompany movement when you've got like a little violin as he's pushing the, the, the window open
0: going
1: Oh, what you're trying to say to me is the score
0: is fucking flawless and well deserving of the Academy Award that it won this year? Because it did. I thought it wasn't well appreciated. The movie was didn't make a ton of money, but it won it was the first Disney feature to win the Academy Award both for best score and best original song. That shit didn't happen again. Was it
1: I... When You Wish Upon a Star? Of
0: course it was.
1: I would think that... I mean, mm. there are better... Maybe not. Tell me in the 1940s, tell me one better song than When You Wish Upon a Star. It's, not, it's Oh, I mean, I'm just talking about from fucking Pinocchio. Okay, uh, the, but the, but, 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 well, we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, You get the snoring sequence. Quiet! Yeah, yeah. So now, yeah. Jiminy, Jiminy Cricket can't sleep on his fucking um little violin headstock with his gross ass male toe. what's he say? Now that's comfort. Solid comfort. Solid comfort. Yeah, man. Fuck this guy.
0: Man
1: oh, Um right. You get all of the clocks going off and all of the uh Cleo and Figaro and Geppetto snoring like a motherfucker. Uh, Jiminy Cricket essentially is stowaway in this house, and then he he pulls out the uh, he pulls out this card. He just goes, "Quiet!" The clocks stop. The clocks all stop. Yeah, everyone stops snoring because Jiminy Cricket drives this boat. Next, we get a light coming from the sky. Have I told you about this before? The Blue Fairy, yeah, and the tickle that you feel. So, there's a light that comes in the window. I think it's lights. a... We haven't got
0: there yet. Jiminy wishes upon a star. Oh, wait. Is it Jiminy that wishes upon a star? It's not Jiminy. It's, it's fucking Geppetto and it's, it's uh, Figaro. Geppetto, Geppetto wishes upon a star because Figaro opens oh, the window. Oh,
1: please turn my son into a real and boy. And Geppetto goes, look, it's
0: a wishing star. Mm-hmm. Knock knock, Batman, man. There's a wishing star. I don't know why
1: I turned into Bane there, for a second, but, <laughs> but Geppetto. I always saw Bane as Rafiki from The Lion King. All
0: right, so I know I know that I keep jumping in with like, here's how they made this movie. Did you know that the voice actor for Geppetto looked like Geppetto? Can we see a picture? Yeah, I'll show you later. Okay, um, I'll put it on the on the uh, Disney Plus
1: and Cuss and Insta. Okay, Uh, so we've got this apparition of loveliness that uh, manifests in the room coming from the light out of the sky. Um, She's translucent and also hot. She's got the perfect breasts. Yeah, Uh, perfect breasts, lovely rump.
0: Just just the like, the lightest blonde hair and her makeup is perfect. I want you to think, like, I know you're already, like, I can see your dick getting hard, so I know you're already thinking about the Blue Fairy. But I want you to think about the Blue Fairy's face for just a second. It barely exists. It's barely there. Everyone in this movie
1: looks like a cartoon.
0: Is that that you? No. Just rip a
1: little fart in this tiny room? I, I I feel like Something uh, there's clickers out there. I've been playing a lot of Last of Us too. Okay, <laughs> every every character in this
0: cartoon is very exaggerated, giant noses, big ears, like it, a very cartoony cartoon, right? Like a very fantastical cartoony cartoon. But the blue fairy, when she appears for the hey, first time. <gasps>
1: She looked like a. She looked like a real woman. <laughs> she looked. She other than being see through, she looked like a real woman. So my mom always. Did, I, I I don't remember. I, I remember seeing this movie. I don't remember how I like felt about it or whatever. But my mom always tells me that I would get real quiet when the Blue Fairy would come around. And I would be like, no, don't talk to me when she was around.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go swimming. I was, not, cool I, I was not I was
1: not I was not masturbating at the time, but I did feel something special when the blue fairy was around. This is my introduction into feeling some type of way about girls was Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You want to know mine? Uh, it, it's Drew Barrymore and the, and the playboy
0: with, you holding the grapefruit. Uh, no, that happened. It was Drew <laughs> Barrymore, N-E-T, but that sounds creepy if I don't explain it. <laughs> uh, it was,
1: it was Gadget from.
0: Oh, really? From yeah. Chippendale <laughs> Rescue <laughs> Rangers. Yeah.
1: Well, we, I, we can incorporate that in, as, as I can, as a, uh, like. Secondary episode. I think. Oh, we're going to get to Chip and Dale. Oh, God, room. we're getting to Gadget. Oh, we're getting to Gadget. <laughs> if you uh, get to have the Blue Fairy, I get to have some Gadget. All right, so the Blue That's Fairy... That's why
0: I made this whole room where I can be away from my family. <laughs>
1: the bait cave. <laughs> the masturbatorium. The masturbatorium, where we record. That's a big screen to be right in front of your face. Um. So, Blue Fairy comes. Uh, she's like, hey... And then <laughs> so do you. <laughs> no, nah, not until I was like six <laughs> you can be a uh, I will give I give you life what'd you say little boy made of pine wake ah uh, shit I should have written this down little boy made of pine awaken something and is thine something
0: is thine yeah but we got the little, little boy made of pine right yeah
1: Um. and then Jiminy goes huh what they can't do these
0: days classic fucking 1939 fucking,
1: joke. And then he gets all love struck. She's like, what, are you going to be his conscience then? And he's like, oh yeah. Mom. He
0: fucking, he straight up turns red. Jiminy is he's so He's had his ass horny. in a fire and he straight up turns
1: red. Um, um, what the
0: people can't see is I'm fanning myself with my hat.
1: So, Pinocchio gets life. Uh, and then Jiminy starts trying to explain morality to him. Um, Breaking the song give a little whistle give a little whistle and always let your conscience be your guide uh, this song's great it's so better good. than
0: when you wish upon a star did you in this sequence did you see all the faces on on everything around oh yeah uh, like the like jiminy crickets hanging out with those pipes and like he's he's next to a pipe that's just like a dude holding a barrel and then There's so much depth in this fucking piece.
1: He interacts with all of these inanimate objects. um, And then gets horny from a lot of them. It's true. This is about the time he tries to fuck a clock. Yeah. um, He's a musical-ass cricket. And then, as he's ending the song... Well, I mean, he does all kinds of cool shit in this. Uh, This is one little stretch where I don't dislike Jiminy Cricket. Uh, He's doing the saw thing... Um, you know, the bending the saw, uh, he, he's doing all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, and then as the song wraps up, he give, gets eyes, he makes eyes with the fucking milkmaid that's going in, and then he decides that she wants to fuck him. He it's like she's the checkout girl in. at HEB, mm-hmm. and he tries, to, he tries mm-hmm. to follow her into a clock. uh uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh door shuts, Pinocchio goes, and always let your conscience be your guide. And then they both fuck up and knock over a bunch of shit. Waking up Geppetto. Waking up Geppetto. Here he comes. Who wakes up petrified, gets Figaro up. Is that a wood joke? (laughs) This would be the time to do it. (laughs) Pulls a goddamn blunderbuss out from under his pillow. This
0: motherfucker went to bed smoking a pipe. Not only did he go to bed smoking a pipe, he's got six or seven pipes next to his bed. His whole nighttime routine is do some fucking manual labor, say goodnight to his cat, make his cat do some shit, and then light a pipe not before bed, but as soon as he gets to bed, his pipe has a string. Do you so need that a he
1: designated can... smoking area in your house, Snowflake? It's this room that we're in right now, <laughs> literally. Um,
0: but smoking in bed, not only okay. This man's only wish, Geppetto's only wish, is to have a son. Right? Geppetto wants to be a father. He ain't got no wife. He ain't got no lady. He's kind of in a gay relationship with a cat and
1: a fish. His only wish... I mean, to be fair, if he was in a relationship with the fish, it wouldn't be gay. That fish is so hot. (laughs) So is that
0: clock that Jiminy Cricket tries to fuck. It's a hot clock. There
1: there are multiple... uh, Multiple... I guess the second thing isn't a clock. uh, Inanimate objects that Jiminy Cricket tries to fuck. And and then gets horny for later on. You can't really blame him. Anyway, all Geppetto wants... All Geppetto wants is to be a dad,
0: but he's woefully unprepared to be a father. He's smoking in bed. He keeps a loaded weapon under his pillow. Now, am I trying to say that you shouldn't have a gun in the house nearby? No, absolutely not.
1: It's not what I'm saying. But this it, thing, I mean, seems a lot less comfortable to lay your head on. It's. A, I mean, it's got a flanged like opening. It's like a fucking musket at the end.
0: It's a giant blunderbuss. Stolen from fucking Captain Hook in a movie that's 15 years from coming out. Hmm. Uh, Huge weapon that he keeps behind the bed. Fully loaded. We know it's fully loaded because he discharges his weapon at the first sign of danger. Which is his son waking up for the first time.
1: He Pinocchio goes, here I am! And then Figaro jumps up and hits uh, Geppetto in the taint setting off the fucking blunderbuss, and nearly killing Jiminy Cricket. Who who survives. He does survive. And uh, Geppetto starts having a fucking mental breakdown, little little existential crisis. Uh, and head. then this is another instance of, uh, or one of the first instances that we'll see, of children being um, insufferable in movies with uh, Pinocchio going, <laughs> Gee, you're funny. Do it again. Uh, that's after, it's one of the first lines that he has.
0: That's, that's after poor Geppetto has lit himself on fire, put himself out, uh, poured water all over his face, and destroyed
1: his home. But it's also uh, one of Geppetto's more endearing traits is that he will go like, Oh, it's okay, Pinocchio. I mean, I'm just, Oh, Pinocchio! <laughs> <laughs> he does this a couple of times. I'm just trying to figure out why you're not real. I mean, you're... Uh, the the best of this is when he goes,
0: uh, Who is that? And Pinocchio's like, It's me. And Geppetto goes, Oh, it's me. And he puts the blankets back on himself, and he goes, It's me!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then Geppetto finally comes to terms with the fact that Pinocchio is alive, and they do Little Wooden Head. Great, so... In case you're that's not what I thought you meant when you said a little wooden head. <laughs> we get Jiminy having yet more sexual tension with um, music boxes.
0: Are we talking about the little boy getting into the jam again? No,
1: when uh, when he's dancing with the like French aristocrats, and he's like, "Mind if I cut in, fella?" And then he's dancing with the chick, and he goes, uh, "How about sitting the next one out, toots?" And then he gets beaten up by the guy
0: yeah i want you to this was something that caught me in this moment
1: walt disney world disney world
0: we'll just call it disney world now disney world sort of perfected the art of animatronics animatronics were such a heavy feature of pinocchio I'm really interested to know if during the making of Pinocchio, seeing these little animatronics in action, the, the music boxes, the cuckoo clocks, if Disney was like, it's a fucking small world after all, my man. Like, this is this is it. We need to make these, but real. We need to make these, but bigger. Like, at what point in the making of Pinocchio did Disney World hit Disney's brain? Because you know it had to be a part of it. Like, it, the, the art of animatronic is... Is what created. I mean,
1: the rest of this movie is not is not shitty or anything, but this is the best part of the whole fucking movie. I I disagree, but we'll get there eventually. The best part of this whole movie is Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. We got to talk about Pleasure Island. We need to. I guess. I guess we need to get a move on. Yeah. Um, Pinocchio sets himself on fire, um, and he's like, "Hey, look at this. It's not hurting me." And uh, Geppetto's like, oh, fucking shit, Pinocchio! And then he's looking around for someplace to put it out. He douses Pinocchio's hand out into Cleo's water bowl. Which proves that
0: he already loves Pinocchio more than he's ever loved anything else.
1: And Pinocchio's been alive for like ten minutes. Ten minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, A full five minutes later, Pinocchio's been alive for 15 total minutes, and Geppetto's like, well, time to go to school alone.
1: Um, But before that, though... Pinocchio, we get the whole, like, why? Because this, why? Because that, why? So, here's one thing that I would like to posit. Is that, uh, what if Pinocchio didn't sleep? Like if Pinocchio never fell asleep? You make yourself a fucking wooden boy puppet. Blue Fairy comes down, gives him life. Now he's, he's up, and he's like, well, why do we need to sleep? And, uh, and you're like, well, because that's what we all do at night. And he's like... But I don't do that. And then he just watches you. It's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, good morning, Father. When you do open your eyes, uh, I've been waiting for you. I've been hoping you would arrive. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Can we talk for just a second about how fucking cute it is that Geppetto, Pinocchio, and Figaro all have matching hats? Do they all have matching hats? And it's adorable.
1: (laughs) So, I'm sure you have plenty to say about the scene the following morning, the camera panning over beautiful Tuscany.
0: Do you mean the fucking most amazing animation of all time to this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got plenty to say.
1: All right, well, let's hear it. All right, okay. So, Bunch of little Hummel dolls running around.
0: But it's fucking amazing. This tracking shot and the way... The words I just said, tracking shot. We're talking about animation a fucking art form that is literally being invented as it's happening. So you remember in Snow White when I talked about how fucking cool it was that they created this, like, seven-layer camera thing? Don't remember that at all. Okay, well, in Snow White, they created this fucking seven-layer camera thing. Like, they hung a camera from the ceiling and painted on panes of seven different panes of glass so that they could create depth. In Snow White, we see it in the scene where the witch transforms and you see, like, all the... The magic moving around her, right? And it happens in that in that position. Well,
1: they think to themselves, you know, it would be fucking sick. I have a question, real quick. So, like back in the day, did they, when they were doing the animation stuff, did they just point a camera at a bunch of like uh, animated, like or drawn artwork and then just like flip it? Yes. Yes. We're talking one... I felt like that was like a really stupid question. No, but like,
0: no, it's no. So it's a fantastic question because lots of people don't know, right? Like how the fuck, how the fuck did this happen? But no series. So it's literally take a piece of paper, draw a picture on it, snap a single frame photo, take another piece of paper, draw a completely different photo on it. Single frame photo. So yes.
1: Absolutely. And, then, and then, okay. So then I know that there's like a bunch of like... Background pictures with, like, um, translucent cells where you've got the one figure in motion. So, exactly. What we're talking about
0: here is cell animation. And what we've seen up to this point, up to Snow White, is single cell animation. So, I draw a background. I draw Mickey Mouse. His hands are at 10 and 2. Then it's, like, 10 and 145. Just little tiny movements, one picture at a time. I could never, ever do anything like that, man. Literally, the so Snow White made four million dollars. It also took four million individual drawings to create. Four million individual drawings to create. Uh, we it it took even more to create Pinocchio. So what they did with Snow White to give it so much depth was that that camera, that tracking camera that had that was hanging from the ceilings and you have seven giant cells if you will what they can't see is i'm in air quotes panes of glass with pieces of the image painted on them so that you create this idea of depth but for this fucking this scene and what i want everybody to do right now anybody that's listening to this all three of you what i want you to do is pause grab a bowl of weed fucking fucking light it up take a big puff, hold it in. Now exhale. Now wait 15 minutes for that weed to hit. And I want you to go to Disney Plus and just watch this scene as the camera pans through this beautiful little village. And we see the little dancing boys and we see the the town itself as it pans through this, this tracking shot, a tracking shot, which We don't even see in feature length live action films at this point. Like we're not even, we're not even at the point of putting cameras on dollies in real movies yet. And what they did to create this 30 seconds of animation, swear to God. Yeah. They, they took what they did from snow white, took the camera off of the ceiling and put it on a track, like put it on a dolly and they turned those seven layers of giant glass cells on their side. And to create this scene where you have four lateral movements and ten inward movements to create that depth of of reality that this little tiny village exists. When you watch this as a kid for the first time, you can fucking go there. You believe it. Because they turned the camera on its side. They put it on a track. And as they as the camera slides towards... These giant hand like a fucking window. Think a window in your home. Bigger than a window in your home. Painted with just the the most detailed little fucking caricatures of this beautiful little European town. The camera comes comes in on a fucking track. Like a little train track. One fucking frame at a time. Moving forward. And as they go through each frame, they start to slide the fucking individual pieces and individual cells out and literally literally drive it through to create this bit of depth, this bit of reality. And that's why right now, fucking, what are we 80 years later? Is that what we're at right now? 80 years, 80 years later, we're talking about how fucking cool that is because we're still not getting that right with computers. We're still not getting that right with real cameras and real action. Like the depth created in that little bitty scene is so fucking cool yeah uh, what i'm saying to you right now is you smoke that fucking bowl and you watch that shit happen and you think about the nine old men who are like you know what's gonna fucking blow people's minds right now is when we drive this fucking camera through these fucking pieces of glass and we're just gonna fucking, oh we're gonna make so much money then they didn't make any money because it was world war ii but it was still so fucking cool that my two-year-old 80 years later was completely entranced by that scene,
1: not in the same way that I was
0: entranced by that scene because I might have smoked a fat fucking bowl before I watched <laughs> it. Uh, but it was flawless in its execution, and that scene, like that little bit, is what pulls me in for the whole rest of the movie. When I'm just like these these guys know what they're doing. Like this is this is this is like when you're watching this is like when you're watching the Super Bowl, or the i don't know the very end of uh uh what's that the kingpin uh this is this is these are these are people performing at the highest level and just a few years ago we were looking at fucking steamboat willie like these people created animation steamboat these, willie
1: it's like 1920 it's like 1932
0: i don't know the actual date we can look it up but it's the 1930s. It's all. It, it's all that you've got. Steamboat Eight Willie. Eight years not a long time. Steamboat Willie drove into the the grasshopper and the ant. Uh, the grasshopper and the ants. Have you seen the grasshopper and the ants? You know what nope. I'm talking about. Oh, we we're gonna get there. I think we should we should do a side episode where we just watch some silly symphonies. Sure. Um, but and not to take too much time. But that fucking scene, man. They created new technology. This is like Pixar using a computer for the first time, right? This is fucking lightsabers. This is animation happening for the first time. This set the stage for everything we're going to talk about for the rest of this show. And then eventually we wasted on shit like Wizards of Waverly Place and
1: Mr. Boogity. But, like, this is the peak, Right? I think we're gonna we're gonna hit some new some new peaks, um, but it's gonna maybe take a little while. But we will get to um, some of Disney's other strengths, strengths. Malort. That Malort gets you, my man. Mm-hmm.
0: The Malort'll that'll that Malort'll take you to Brown Town. Get a few
1: new characters. Here we go! Finally. I, as a kid. Knew that Honest John was a bad guy, but I loved him anyways. What What gave you that idea? That Honest yeah. John was a bad guy? Yeah. Oh, I mean, just the shit that he does. He's a bad guy. We got Honest John and Kitty. Gideon. Or Gideon. Also known as Gideon to everybody but you. Uh, they're walking around being dicks. Um, they are known as Fox and Cat in the novel. You want Okay, so sidebar, and I promise I won't do this as much as I have been
0: because I'm running out of stuff that I learned. But this is turning into like a four hour episode. It's, I think this is going to be the best one we've ever put out. Uh, eventually, Fox and Cat in the book, when we so Fox and Cat are dicks to Pinocchio, like even more than they are in the movie. But eventually, when we meet Fox and Cat later after Pinocchio has been turned into a real boy, uh, Cat has to cut off his tail. And sell it to buy food. He sells it as food to buy food. All right, let's learn more about Honest John and
1: Gideon. So they see a um, a poster for the Great Stromboli. My favorite character in this whole fucking thing. I, I'm I'm an Honest John guy. Um. Oh God damn, I know. I love Stromboli.
0: Stromboli's so good. Did
1: Stromboli <laughs> thick. Stromboli, thick
0: as fuck. He steals the show, <laughs> kind of like Honest John steals Pinocchio. And then he goes, "Oh,
1: what do you think? Oh, they're gonna think of that old gypsy." They throw the term "gypsy" around quite a bit. I just learned that that was a problematic term this year. I didn't know it was problem.
0: I learned it was a problematic term when I saw. You're a- supposed
1: to call him Romani's. I
0: saw a pillow at HEB that was like "Gypsy Life," and then I took a picture of it. And then somebody I work with was like, "You can't say that word." like what life and they're like no gypsy <laughs> <laughs> can't
1: say life anymore so they're walking around scheming figuring out how to how to get shit um and they see pinocchio walking by and uh honest john goes oh, okay so honest john is a giant fox in a suit that's all tattered and torn gideon is uh a cat is clearly a, drunk very drunk uh oversized suit doesn't fit him about half the size of Honest John. Anyways, they're a fox and a cat. Uh, And they are clearly up to no good. And uh, then Pinocchio walks by, uh, and Honest John goes, Oh, look, a little wooden boy. A little wooden boy! It's the Geppetto thing all over again. Yeah, all over again. So they decide to fucking scam this motherfucker. That's their first... uh, what would you do? You're walking down the street. You're having
0: a good time. You're hanging out with me. It's you and me. We're walking down the street, a little bit drunk, and then a robot walks by. You're like, oh, hey, a robot, and
1: then you're like, fuck. Oh. I mean, I what think, do you do next? I think that it would be like, hey, let's. What's, I, 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 what's I don't think your first instinct? My first instinct is never. I'm gonna go make profit off of this. <laughs> uh, but that is Honest John's game. He's a fucking con man. Con Fox.
0: Con Fox.
1: Fox <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not funny, but it's also exactly what I thought. Hey, what are you doing, little boy? Oh, I'm off to school. School? But school's for fools. Uh, well, my, I'm supposed to go to school. Uh, well, bet you never heard of the easy way. What do you mean? The theater. And then they break into a song that I absolutely mm-hmm. love. Hi, diddly-dee, an actor's life for me. life for me.
0: It's the best song.
1: And why don't you talk about the shot? It's a lot like the Hummel's one.
0: Uh, we, It's it's the same. It's it, it, This is that opportunity, again, to use that new tracking technology to say, hey, this is the frame I want, but you know what? We're going to give you three-quarter frame. Instead of full frame. We're gonna go three quarter, you know why? Because it's it's real and it's fucking this is this is also that moment what we haven't talked about is what we're Hi, diddly day,
1: an actor's life is gay. Go on.
0: <laughs> what next, uh as they're as they're singing the song and, and using this tracking tracking shot, we get to see things from Jiminy Cricket's perspective.
1: Uh and this is Yeah, that shit was fucking cool. This yeah. is the invention of Dio I wrote size scale perspective exactly um, POV porn Jiminy Cricket is like I'm late I'm late to my very first fucking date um classic Disney move and then he's like oh look it's a parade they're doing their thing I love a parade I love a parade I'm fucking stupid he didn't throw that in there he drives the fucking boat Pinocchio turns out Pinocchio has been led astray by temptation while Jiminy Cricket was sleeping Jiminy Cricket's all like you remember that time I told you about temptation That's him! Right. But first, he hops on to the coattails. Like Courtney Love. He ends up landing on Honest John's head. Uh, He starts yelling at Pinocchio. Honest John goes, what the fuck's that noise? And then he bends over to talk to Pinocchio. Kitty. Gideon. Gideon. (laughs) Sees... Him on top of Honest John's head and bashes his fucking head in with a goddamn mouth. which is a callback to the original death of Jiminy Cricket and the book. Um, and Pinocchio uh, is over there with Jiminy Cricket, who's saying, "Hey, um, I'm your conscience, and that guy is bad news." Remember temptation? The That's thing him. we talked about temptation. That's him right there. And then you see Kitty yeah, trying yeah. to pry Honest John's head out of a hat. He's just beating the fucking shit out of this guy. He's digging the cane into his face while bashing a mallet onto the hat, the top of the hat, that Honest John is stuck in. Should clearly be dead. hmm He gets out, and then Pinocchio goes, yeah, dude, I got you. You're right. You know what, Jiminy?
0: You're right. You're fucking driving this You boat. are right.
1: I'm going to tell him to fuck off. I'm going to be like, school is where I'm going. Gobble dicks, my man. I'm going to school. The actor's life is gay. Mm-hmm. Off he marches, and then off he continues to march. Jiminy's, like, feeling all satisfied with himself, and then they go off singing more high diddly-dee, the actor's life is gay. Yeah. Um, as Pinocchio is just straight up going. Jiminy has a little crisis. Also, they're gay. Where he, he's like, uh, hey, um, I'm going to go, I got to figure out what to do about Pinocchio. I'll go tell his dad what he should have done. He should have just gone and told his fucking dad. Right, immediately. But he goes, nope,
0: shouldn't snitch. I turned to Morgan at that point and I go, even in the
1: 40s they knew snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. No, you mustn't snitch, Jiminy, you fucking idiot. This If he goes to snitch, the movie's over.
0: We're good. Geppetto fucking finds Pinocchio and everything's fine. Nobody has to get eaten by a whale.
1: Sorry. Spoiler. So, what we get now is um, Pinocchio joining Stromboli's troop. God. And what I meant to do before this episode was to try and look up if anybody had transcribed what stromboli is saying when he's speaking italian i believe it to be racist gibberish
0: oh really i think so yeah it's not an italian actor i do not believe it's an italian actor and i believe it to be absolutely 100 percent just racist racist gibberish
1: so guys stromboli uh we get this nice shot of jiminy cricket looking down on the uh on the play a plays thing I don't know that reference. It's a Shakespeare. I thought it would be. There are no strings on me. So, we get Pinocchio on stage. Well, we're zooming in to Stromboli's show that Pinocchio is to be featured in. Stromboli, what a character. Jesus Christ, man. Didn't just steal Pinocchio, but he stole the show. He's a rotund Italian man. Um... And he mutters in Italian, or seemingly Italian, maybe we should have, I should have followed through with trying to figure out the translation for what he was saying. We had time to look it up, we didn't look it up. We didn't look it up. Um, but he's like, uh, and this is going to be my latest, uh, opening act or or closing act or whatever. And he's like, oh, please, I'm the you know, like he's yeah, yeah. He's basically bibbidi boobying, yeah. After everything he says, but it's convincing. You know that, like, somebody in 1940 goes, "Those Italians are a passionate people." Well, the, I mean, we Stromboli is just the beginning of the 15
0: minutes of uh, mild racism that we're about to get through the entirety
1: of the puppet show, right. Stromboli looking looking like he got a fucking fat fat ass. He's not just a snack; he's the whole buffet. And then you got Pinocchio, um, coming down the steps. I got no strings to hold me down. Take me left. Ah, fucking trips over his own feet, falls, busts his face through a fucking knot hole in the floor. The first of
0: everybody's many times. laughing.
1: Stromboli. Loses his shit with his Italian passion, about to fucking have an aneurysm.
0: Have we talked at all about how ironic it is that Pinocchio is singing about freedom in the first moment of his life where he's literally a slave? No, we haven't talked about it. want to talk about that? That's as far as I got. Okay. But I'd like to
1: elaborate. <laughs> he's got no strings to hold him down. Uh, to make him laugh, to make him frown. But he's he li- had strings, but now he's free. There are no strings on him. But there are
0: strings on him. He's not free. Correct. He's a he's a
1: prisoner of Stromboli. We're gonna learn quick, quick sale of slave by Honest John. Um, I used to think he was cool. He's not cool at all. No, he's a fucking slave. I thought he was gonna be honest. Turns out, guy's a real jerk. <laughs> yeah, quite the contrary name. Uh, false advertising on us, John. Might as well have just called a fat guy tiny. Jumbo shrimp. Uh, Stromboli is about to rip Pinocchio limb from limb with his Italian passion. Yep. And then he sees the entire crowd is loving it. Loving and every minute. He, he goes, ah, And he starts kissing Pinocchio.
0: His, his new wooden gold mine.
1: Yeah. Then Pinocchio gets some other puppets on the stage. We make our way, we do a little, uh, it's a small world. We meet the Dutch woman. The Dutch. People. Who wants to give him some kisses. Right. And, uh, and then we get to, I guess, France? They're Is French. France? Yeah. Did, yeah. When you were a kid, did you know they were French? Uh, I knew what the Eiffel Tower, I knew the Eiffel Tower meant French. I didn't recognize the Eiffel Tower in the background. Um, I want to say one thing. Jiminy Horny. G- Jiminy wants to bang wooden dolls. He pulls up his fucking spectacles and he, he's 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 got nothing but scorn for this thing until the fucking legs start going up.
0: Now, if I may defend Jiminy Cricket in this moment, because I know you're again trying to shit all over his
1: his. his
0: uh, you saying you fuck those puppets? I before Jiminy Cricket got horny for those puppets, I literally turned to Morgan and I go, "That's a sexy puppet," with the little uh, beauty mark. And the the boobs on those puppets? Uh huh. Do you see the boobs on them puppets? I don't know, man.
1: Those are some pert pert breasts. My, uh, all pert, of my pert breasts. All of my all of my puppets. prana was channeled into like my hatred for Jiminy Cricket. And your lust for the blue fairy. She's no puppet. No. She's the only character that looks like a human in the whole film except that they didn't know how to draw human noses yet. so she just got a couple of little pig holes for her nostrils. I'm into that. <laughs> That's how I like them. Jiminy horny. <laughs> um, and then you get Russian puppets and when was the Bolshevik Revolution about about now? You're talking to the guy who literally couldn't
0: tell you what president was the president during 1940, after having researched which president was president in 1940. Uh, so, do I know when the Bolshevik Revolution was?
1: Uh, no. Okay. No. I'll post. I'll post when the Bolshevik Revolution was on the Instagram. I feel like it. I mean, it definitely happened within the past 50 years. What's a Bolshevik? Um, that's what they called the like Leninites, I believe. There are no strings on me. <laughs> we cut to, uh, the feast at Geppetto's.
0: the f- The feast at Geppetto's happens
1: before. Before Pinocchio, Pinocchio in is the... locked in the back of yeah, yeah. It it's happened. Coming. It ha- it ha- it actually happens. So before. walk me through the feast at Geppetto's. The feast of Geppetto's is a big fucking meal. You've got these still shots of this glorious food on the table, mm. and Geppetto is pacing around, not at all enticed by this sexual-ass food that's in front of him. The butter melting on that rainbow trout in front of Figaro. Mm. He's about to eat this fish in front of his fish fucking roommate. <laughs> it's true. Do you see what, what she had for dinner? She had like a fucking brownie on a string. A piece it's, of chocolate cake on a string. It is beautiful and cute. Oh, I wanted to eat every... I hate fish and I wanted to eat that trout. And Figaro is like... I don't give a fuck about Pinocchio. I want to eat this goddamn fish. And Geppetto's like, Nobody takes a bite until I come back with Pinocchio. And Figaro's all like, You... Must yeah, yeah, he's him. like... And then Chloe starts uh, making a fucking protest. And then he just uh, has a hissy fit. Because he's a cat. and That's yeah. what they do. That's where it comes from. Pan in on Oh god that fish looked so fucking good. It did. Like just, it's bigger than Figaro. It's clearly it's, it's bigger <laughs>
0: <laughs> It sure was. <laughs> the olive the olive in that fish's mouth. I I could I could smell the pimento coming out of that thing. God. Oh, it looks so good. And then, if you weren't hungry enough watching Figaro not eat this fucking rainbow trout, we immediately find ourselves back in Stromboli's cabin, where he is chopping up food with a fucking machete. Chop! He's—it's a charcuterie board, my man, uh, and he's chopping it up
1: with a fucking machete. Absolutely. So uh, you felt some connection to Stromboli when this motherfucker I takes like... a
0: bite out of that onion just a whole he takes a bite out of a fucking onion a whole bite out of an onion i feel like that was that was the moment you know this motherfucker is pure evil like who takes a bite out
1: of an onion a creature of the underworld that uh, the onion world i feel like i would love to do a photo shoot like a cosplay where you play strong bully and i am probably honest john I feel like I've lost more weight than you're giving me credit for. <laughs> you're still thick.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not stromboli thick, no mo. Stromboli looks fucking sexy. I feel dude. like I'm looking good, my man.
1: You're looking good here, man. Man, man. <laughs> I lost it.
0: What have this fucking pool noodle? <laughs> Uh So we're in the back of Stromboli. Look at that Car- fat
1: ass on Stromboli. Th- when he talks about, we are got to Monte Carlo was like Stromboli. Fucks,
0: dude. That dude fucks. That dude been all over the world. He's counting his gold with his machetes. One hundred. Two hundred. Three hundred. He's digging through. So he's a fucking pimp. Clearly. One hundred percent. And now this is, this is when we get to the famous Pinocchio lying nose grow scene. But before that happens, things start to get dark for Geppetto because Figaro's back home. Worst thing that ever happened to Figaro is he doesn't get to eat that fucking beautiful rainbow trout in front of his fishy roommate. But Geppetto's out looking for his boy, man. And it's it's raining and the storms are brewing and they're so close to each other. So close because Geppetto's right there. He's right there and he gets stopped at the fucking crosswalk as Stromboli's carts go marching by with his little boy in the back of it, in the back of a fucking birdcage cage. Chewing on a fucking slug because he's, because that's what Stromboli gives him. Because Stromboli's like 100, 200, 300. Stromboli gets all pissed off. He finds the slug, right? This isn't a coin. And he's like, Who are you? Pinocchio. And he gives it to Pinocchio. Pinocchio's like a fucking gift. Yeah. I'm a success. I'm a real boy now. But Stromboli and Geppetto cross paths right there at the crossroads. And what was really exciting about that scene and all of the, the trains is the same guy who made all those cuckoo clocks and all these wooden models to film Stromboli's caravan, they created models of the actual cars and filmed them going over bumpy tracks. Then they took those and they fucking blew them up onto giant window-sized panes of glass again. Like, took these frame-by-frame images of real cars that they fucking built and filmed in action and just painted on top of them. And that's why when you see the blue fairy who comes down and is all like, Hey, Pinocchio, how you doing? And Pinocchio's all like, I'm good. How are you doing? And Jiminy Cricket's all like, Leave me out of this motherfucker. Pinocchio starts lying. That's why in that scene... You can almost tell as you're watching it that, man, that cart looks a little bit too real. It was. They just fucking scribbled some color on top.
1: On top of a photograph? On top of a photograph. Look at this photograph! It's a cart that's pretty cool and staff! (laughs) And staff? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the iconic scene, Pinocchio uh, lying about why he's in this predicament. How did he get into this spot? How did he say he got into this spot? Monsters. Monsters, yeah. Big green eyes. He wasn't scared of them, yeah. Put them in a big big bag. Yeah. Uh, must remember that Pinocchio was literally born yesterday. <laughs> Why does she give him a second chance? Because uh, she's in love with Jiminy Cricket. And she, Jiminy Cricket drives this fucking boat. She knows his potential. There are no boats. There's some boats. There's a few boats. It's literally a raft that ends this whole thing. Pinocchio gets a second shot. Because Jiminy Cricket says, will
0: you give him a second shot? Yeah. For me? Yeah, she does. He Those did, were his words. He, he does my say dude, that, yeah. If Jiminy Cricket wasn't there, driving this fucking boat. Credits
1: roll. Credits roll. But no. Um, I, don't, I don't like that idea. I don't like the idea of my baby <laughs> dallying about with some fucking monster toad cricket. <laughs> so, we cut to... Not-so-honest John and Gideon um, reveling in their their scam, spending their money on booze and cigars. Booze and cigars. We're going to see more booze and cigars in this movie. This movie was almost called Booze and Cigars. They're sitting at the table with this character. The coachman. He's got a big red coat. And they're just bragging about they their They almost called him the Coatsman. Did they now? Yep. Fucking beat you with that goddamn pool noodle. <laughs> um, They show, he says, so Bully paid up. He paid up real good. He throws his money on the table. Coachman goes, Well, I've got fucking real money. Throws a big fat sack onto the table. Dwarfs what they have. Uh, and they're like, okay. So, Honest John goes, "Who do we have to? Uh, who do we have to kill for you, Coachman?" He says, "Oh no, nothing like that. Just some minor sex traffic." <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking for naughty little boys, Like ones that skip school and play hooky, like you do. Coachman is a human trafficker. Clearly a human trafficker. Says, I'm going to take them all off to Pleasure Island. Which I
0: believe was what Jeffrey Epstein called his home.
1: I I mean, you're making a joke right now, but like, it's fucked up enough with the Epstein thing. I mean, he was brazen with that uh, shit. I'm, I'm being full on when I say that the coachman is Jeffrey Epstein. So he's like, I'm going to take these naughty little boys off. Um, I'm going to pay you good money for it. And then Honest John says, well, what about the law? And uh, the coachman says, oh, no, no. You don't have to worry about that. They never come back. As boys! And that shit right there fucking traumatized me as a kid. Because they come back as boys. <laughs> um so I'm gonna show you a screenshot. first time that I watch this on Disney plus, uh, I think you're just gonna to have to pause till I find my phone real quick. Okay, so what we're looking at here is the coachman, as he's explained
0: the fucking devious plan to kidnap children and take them to Pleasure Island. Uh, and he is very clearly the devil. In this particular screenshot, he looks a bit like the smiling face from Coney Island that's become so popular over time. Uh, or just the devil. Uh, bright green eyes, envy, jealousy, rage, greed, uh, symbolized by those bright green eyes. And then his hair is
1: pulled up into like horns and as well as his ears. And then. Uh, it's almost scarier that his teeth aren't pointed. Because they're so blunt. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got a big old fucking fat Irish nose. Now, this, when I would see this, it would inspire, like, a guttural fucking terror. As a child? Yeah. Um, so I was watching it with Inie when she did sit through it with me. Right. And, um... I wanted to see. I wanted to, like, inflict terror upon her. And so, how'd she take it? Um, so I waited for this moment, and then right when this happened, and it came on the screen, I paused it. Paused it right on this shot. And Aini sat there looking at the screen for a moment, and she goes, Baba, why did you pause it? <laughs> <laughs> Baba, why did you pause it? And... I said, Aini, isn't that scary? And she goes, what? <laughs> and I said, that man's scary face on there. And she goes, yeah, yeah, it is scary. Well, but I don't like that. I don't like that face. And uh, so I was like, my kid's way tougher than me. Yeah. Even though I taught her how to fear things. <laughs> yeah. uh, Addie today goes, this is the scary part. Mm-hmm. So, they never come back as boys.
0: (laughs) I'm
1: going to pay you a bunch of money. Bring me some fucking kids. I'm going to take them away, and you're never going to see them again.
0: So, we see the coachman whispering the, the details of this plan into Honest John's ear, while Gideon tries to, like, clear the wax out of Honest John's ear and pretend like he can hear through it. But as you watch the face of Honest John, who we have learned up to this point, is up until we meet the Coachman, the most evil character thus far.
1: Uh, Stromboli, Uh, more evil.
0: He chops up puppets and makes them into firewood,
1: bro. Stromboli
0: chops up puppets and makes them into firewood. Stromboli's motivation is profit. Where, and before this moment, the uh, fox and cat, their motivation, again, was survival. They're homeless. They're fucking conmen. They're trying to get their next meal. Whereas, when we meet the coachman, we see the Fox, the conman, uh, Honest John, hearing this plan and agreeing to it, but you can see on his face, as the coachman explains it, him not thinking that this is cool. You can see in his face where he goes... Honest John. Honest John's face, where you can see him think, that's problematic, bro. Yeah, that's Uh, a little fucked up, bro. That's fucked up, bro. But it doesn't stop him. And the first thing he does is find Pinocchio, who he already fucked one time. Sold Pinocchio into slavery. Yeah. Immediately upon finding him. It's like, I'm going to
1: give you to another pimp.
0: So, that shit didn't work out for you? Listen, sorry about this. Wild Bill Collodi wrote this as a fucking, as a serial. So we need to move into Act 3. So I pimped you once. I'm going to pimp you twice. (laughs) I'm going to pimp you three times. Chicken soup with rice, my man.
1: Speaking of chicken soup with rice, pivot him twice and once and twice. Honest John gets all fucking Music Man on Pinocchio when he's giving him his fuck fucking prognosis. What starts with a P
0: and rhymes with an imp? It's Pippin. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he really does. Um, and that's not the only Music Man reference that I'll make. Um, we'll get to some other shit. Wonderful. Um, he's like, oh, you got the, you got the palpitating. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I yeah, he, he's doing all that shit with his fucking cane. That fucking scene is so cool. It's really cool. It's so uh, cool. Watch the movie, uh, as you should. Gideon's got the scribbles going, it's. And they do these, like, um, That's that one shot, it's like a fucking and Stimpy grotesque close-up. Yep. Uh, of his scribble pad. Yeah. Uh, they are funny, even though they are pure evil and sex traffickers did yes <laughs> <laughs> they are it, no it's true it's true the, the, yeah it, to be a
0: sex trafficker you gotta be charming and honest john ain't nothing if
1: not charming he's great i loved him as a child uh so honest john pinocchio's like no man i fucked up already i fucked up twice and I gotta get the fuck home. And Honest John's like, no, but you can, you can go. You gotta, you gotta relieve stress. You're fucked up. You're sick. You gotta go. And Pinocchio's like, I can't. And he's like, yeah, you can. You can take my ticket. And it's just an ace of fucking spades.
0: Because Honest John always has an ace up his sleeve. An ace of
1: spades. Yep. If this were successful, this man, we would have actually would've played, played, would've played ace of spades. Yep. Yep. Um. Then Pinocchio. Hops on the fucking trolley. He hops on the coach. God damn it. and this is a good shot. It's a great shot, but it's the it's the I don't
0: know who the animator was for this shot. We're talking about the 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 distant shot of the kids on the trolley, but this is the first time in the movie that there's no added detail, right like we just see the kids as shapes almost shapes, I love it shapes with eyes and mouths. And, and, like, the the decision to use in. Like, the decision had been made very specifically throughout this film to be detailed and deep and rich and finished. And for some reason, in this shot, they said, Shapes. All we need is shapes to know what's really happening here.
1: And I don't know if that was. Uh, do you a, think it was, like, to soften the blow of what is to come? If it's to.
0: To make it easier to accept that these are children being driven to their doom, as they're literally about to be sold off into servitude as fucking animals. I don't think it went that deep. I think they ran out of money.
1: But they had plenty of money for all the monstro scenes. Yeah, they spent that monstro money, so this
0: particular scene didn't need it. I don't. I don't. I don't think that the scene. I liked this scene. I love the. I. Um, I. I loved the way we meet Lampwick. Love Lampwick.
1: I hate Lampwick more than I hate Jiminy Cricket. Way more than I hate Jiminy Cricket. I wanted Jiminy Cricket to whoop his ass. Lampwick's a jackass before he becomes a jackass. Yeah, I mean, he's got the the stupid fucking teeth. I'm Lampwick. I'm going to fucking shoot slingshot BBs at these donkeys that are driving us there. Because I'm Lampwick. Those are his words. (laughs) Yeah. That's a quote from the film Pinocchio. And Pinocchio keeps trying to, well, Honest John gave me this, and Lampwick's like, yeah, they ain't got no cops. They ain't got no pussy either, but I'm not interested in that yet. We're going to fuck up a house, bro. Lampwick is the... Fuck Lampwick. He's the entire
0: cast of Jersey Shore. (laughs) Yeah. Lampwick Lampwick is everybody at a party that you accidentally bump into because you're at a fucking party, and uh, he tries to pick a fight with you. For touching his shoulder.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm
0: Lampwick fucking sucks. Lampwick fucks, though. Lampwick rapes. Lampwick does not get consent.
1: Lampwick doesn't get a chance to rape, as we will see. Pleasure Island. Let's talk about it. God, it's, this fucking scene is so cool. Would you go? Would you go to Pleasure Island? Would you have a good time? At this point, I think that a Pleasure Island would make me uncomfortable. What? If there was a... So now, at this point, now that I am, like, past puberty, I would be at, like, the the titty island. You know? Like, the titty portion of the island. So what- But that doesn't exist for these kids yet. What are the
0: features of Pleasure Island? We've got the rough house. The rough house, where they just beat the shit out of each other. Well, we're gonna poke a nose. Why are we gonna poke a nose? For the fun of it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, look, a scrap! Like- Fuck Lampwick. Uh, Uh, They're passing out fucking cigars. That's Tobacco Alley? Uh, It's a fucking Indian chief throwing that shit out. An animatronic Indian chief throwing out cigars. Well, uh, the Tobacco Indian was still a staple of American
0: culture at the time.
1: I think, is it still on American spirits? Well, kind of,
0: yeah. So, so how do you know you're at a barber shop? The barber pole. Mm Mm-hmm. You knew you were at a tobacco shop because there's an Indian out front. A tobacconist. A
1: tobacconist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was the sign. They
1: weren't being racist. They were, but it, they didn't know they were being racist.
0: It wasn't it. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the it wasn't racism for the sake of being fucking rude. It was just Indians grow tobacco. It's where I get my tobacco from, but. Still fucking racist. I've always thought... I've always thought tobacco Indians were pretty cool, though. Like, I've always wanted one in my house.
1: Like, a wooden one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Not like a... Like, I don't want to hire a Native American to stand in my hallway and hand me cigarettes when I'm <laughs> feeling like a smoke. Like, I mean... You don't yet, smoke
1: anymore, so... I don't smoke.
0: But, like, yeah, like a wooden carved... My little wooden friend. <laughs> <laughs> and so then... So, what, what, what are the
1: other... Yeah, you you've got the... the model house built for destruction. Okay, okay, so as a very small child that looked like fun. They
0: they literally throw a, a fucking piano out of a window before Lampy and Pinocchio even get into the model house. These kids throw a piano out the window and light that motherfucker on fire. Like, that looks like fun.
1: Dude, they're just fucking raging. They're uh, they're fucking shit up and even as a pure child, that looked like fun, and not featured in the description of Pleasure
0: Island, but you've got roller coasters that are clearly fucking bitching, and I don't know what part of roller coaster equals sin, uh. But they're doing loop de loo's. <laughs> they're yeah. doing triple. It's backs. reckless
1: abandon. It is. Uh, they do not have God in their hearts when they're doing it. Uh, speaking of
0: uh, speaking of roller coasters and hearts. Did you see what Japan has asked you to do at Tokyo Disney instead of screaming? Because it transmits... Scream in your heart. Scream in your heart. Yeah, yeah. When you scream inside your
1: heart. So, Pinocchio um, and Lampwick end up inside this eight ball of a building. Yeah, other boys, nowhere to be around. Gone. Nowhere to be found, rather. Um, and they're just playing some pool, and Lampwick is fucking posturing and being a fucking cocksucker like he is. What
0: they're, do you think his motivation for keeping Pinocchio around so long was, though? Like, what does Pinocchio He needs a, a toady. He needs
1: a fucking crony. Fair enough. I mean, he would probably fucking sell him off as, like, a bitch slave, but, uh... Lam, Everybody we, else in Pinocchio's life does. Yeah. Except for Geppetto. Lane was like, yeah, it's pretty sweet. And um they smoke cigars and Pinocchio's puffing on his cigar.
0: Yeah, you smoke like my grandma.
1: Oh, is that what he says? Yeah. And then Pinocchio takes like the biggest drag on the cigar. How about you take a drag like a real boy? And then he Pinocchio like fucking inhales the whole cigar Pass and the swallows ring. it. <laughs> and then his eyes fill up with water. This scene makes me fucking nauseous. Pinocchio, like, it made me literally kind of want to puke. Daddy, why is he green? That's what Addie said today. He's green, isn't he? It's like chewing tobacco or fucking dip or um, shit's nasty. Do you remember your first cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Did it make you feel like that? No.
0: What did it make you feel like?
1: Um, I felt cool. Were you around other people? I was just around Ray. Did Ray make you feel cool? Me and Ray felt cool together. I don't know. Was it also Ray's first cigarette? Yes. Where'd you get it? Brandon Camp. Classic. Jiminy shows up. He's like, Pinocchio, what the fuck are you doing? You're smoking. You're being a piece of shit. It's literally my job to make you not do any of this. Yeah, and Lampook's like, wait, look at this little beetle, this little grasshopper. And uh, Jiminy's like, what are you, a little hoodlum? You little punk? I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna literally
0: beat your ass. He rolls up his fucking sleeves and he he does the old... And like wipes his mouth off that people did in the fucking... Forties.
1: Oh yeah, he he's he's about to lay some like fucking fisticuffs. He on is him. going to destroy Lampwick, despite size. But no, he's not. No, he's absolutely not. Pinocchio uh, he holds gets, him back with a finger. He gets shuffled into a hole.
0: Screwball a pocket.
1: There uh, he goes. They talk shit. They talk shit to one another. Um, Jiminy, foreshadowing, calls Lampwick a jackass. What's gonna happen? Oh, you know, wait, wait. What triggers Jiminy the most? Pinocchio says Lampwick is a jackass. No, that's not what Pinocchio says. Pinocchio says Lampwick's my best friend. Oh
0: Yeah, I missed
1: it. I missed what you were looking for. Let's go back. (laughs) This made me think of the say Pinocchio says. Pinocchio says Lampwick is a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Made me me think of the the successful successful businessman episode where um Kyle is uh Johnny Wilkes told Luke he said, No, this is the president, he's my best friend. <laughs> so it's beer time now. Oh that's what pisses Jiminy off the most that Pinocchio says, Lampwick's my best friend. Yeah, he goes Hello, I'm your fucking best friend, dude. I'm your fucking... Oh, no, I'm not your best friend. I'm just your fucking conscience. Fuck you, bitch. Eat a dick. Yeah. And then he has to put all of his clothes on backwards. Like crisscross Cross from the hit band Crisscross. Cross. Lampwick making fun of him his whole way out. Now in his huff, Jiminy Cricket's
0: all like, Fuck you, fuck your mother, fuck your friends, fuck Geppetto, fuck everybody. I'm going through this whole... Here's the coachman, the coachman, Jeffrey Epstein, All right, fucking... Th-
1: this scene was a little hard to take, honestly. Rolling donkeys into fucking cages. So he vets them, the coachman vets them by having them thrown out, asks them their name... If they hee and haw at him, then he, he sends them, off them to the,
0: naked and sends, sends them, them off. to
1: the salt mines.
0: Don't you think some of them were going to salt mines? Some of them were going to circuses. Some of the labels we couldn't read. They were most likely going to Hillary Clinton. The concept. Why? Why is transforming young boys into donkeys after paying people to sex traffic them to Pleasure Island? How is that a more profitable profitable proposition? Than just breeding real donkeys.
1: Um, I mean, this is one of those instances where I'm gonna have to drop that segment. It's just a movie, bro. It's just a movie, bro. Fair <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no logic there. That's but uh, the, what's his motivation at that point? Then he's making more money in in the movie. He's making money. It works for me. The salt mines need fucking donkeys.
0: I mean, if he just had donkeys, you could just
1: breed donkeys. Just yeah, breed no, donkeys. I, this occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. So somebody. This just... is yeah. I mean, I, I I thought of bringing this up, but it, it's just a movie, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's like we got the kids doing the tobacconist stuff. Uh, now we got the kids drinking booze, cold beers out of out of straight from the keg.
0: And anybody who's ever been to college knows keg beer stronger than a can of beer. It's true. Is it? No. Why did we think that?
1: Like, why did we think keg beer caught us drunker? Why was it important? Because like... we had so much of it. Beer time. Donkey time. I didn't like this scene. Uh, he pulls a kid in. What's your name? Alexander. I want to go home to my mama. That's when Addie goes, He
0: just want to see his mama.
1: Really? Yeah, it broke my little heart. They... Fucking throw him in a cage. With all the other
0: kids who can still talk.
1: And he goes, this one can still talk. Yeah, so, and then he cracks a whip, and you know those fucking things are gonna get abused. Dude, clearly,
0: the the castaways still have free will and yep. human thoughts and emotions. They miss their family. At least the full transitions may may be living inside a donkey brain. You think
1: we would have ended up on Pleasure Island?
0: Bro, yes. I think that... You remember that time we went to New Orleans
1: together? We were adults by then. It still felt like Pleasure Island to me. I think Pleasure I Island was Jack when we went down to visit Jacksonville.
0: Oof. My, my, my first college career was just Pleasure Island. <laughs> but, but instead of cigars, it was fucking Marlboro 27s. And instead of Pleasure, it was just a hellish pit of sadness. And Jello with mandarin oranges in it. Thrown into
1: the into the cage. Yeah. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a donkey in a cage. <laughs> Lampwick starts saying, What does he think? I am some kind of jackass! And then... He grows ears. And then... He grows a tail. And then... He grows a face. And then... He turns into a full-on fucking donkey. Wow. Pin- <laughs> yeah. Um, and Pinocchio pushes his beer to the side.
0: P- first Pinocchio's all like... He looks at his cigar and he goes... He throws his cigar away. And then he pushes the beer away. And then he's all like, maybe I should have not taken that acid. These mushrooms were also a bad idea. And then he just wakes up at home and Geppetto's all like, I love you very much. And and Pinocchio's all like, it was New Year's and I I just... I wish.
1: (laughs) Um. But instead what really happens is... Lampwick turns into a fucking donkey in front of his face. Full donkey. This is a horrific scene.
0: There is no suggestion that Lampwick or any of the other boys ever return from full donkeyhood. No. They don't have blue fairies. No, they don't. Um, Alexander
1: will never see his mother again. (laughs) Um, Unless she goes to the salt mines and needs a fucking mount. (laughs) She that's worse that's somehow worse yeah that is worse uh Lampwick starts bashing the shit out of everything in that place um while he freaks out Lampwick is fucking gone Jiminy busts in says Pinocchio we gotta get the fuck out of here uh Pinocchio fall, uh, follows
0: thank god cause Jiminy drives his bus
1: he drives that bus up some cliff tops he
0: says this is the only way out of here I don't know how they he found jump
1: it. into the sea and I
0: thought, when they jump into the ocean, all right, cool, it's time. Monstro
1: time. It's monstro. No, time. No, they have to go and find a note at Geppetto's house. Now, that note. Who was that written by? The Blue Fairy. The Blue Fairy wrote that note. The okay. Blue Fairy wrote okay. that
0: okay. note. Okay. Okay, uh, fun fact. Fun Pinocchio fact. That scene, when the Blue Fairy shows up as a dove and drops a note, was literally Walt and the nine old men in a room. And Walt Disney goes... Okay, so how do they figure out where where Geppetto is? Like, <laughs> literally, you guys, like, what the fuck comes next? Like, what are we supposed to do here? Because they know, okay, we definitely want to see Pleasure Island. That shit's fucking scary. We got to put this in the movie, and then they have no idea how they're gonna get Pinocchio into the whale. They dropped him in the fucking ocean. They could have just gone for it. He's in the fucking sea already, but they didn't think that far ahead. So they've already fucking figured out these storyboards, and Walt Disney goes, Okay, so how do they figure out where Geppetto's at? And some Back to the Ocean. As a joke. Literally as a joke. Uh Frank Thomas of Frank and Ollie, who we'll learn way more about when we get later into the to the nine old men who are like Frank and Ollie sort of fucking created the Disney that you and I know, the fucking Aristocats, the Jungle Book. Those are all Frank and Ollie, like leading the team. Anyway, Frank goes. I mean, what if we just have the blue fairy show up? She's a dove. She drops a note. And everybody's like, let's just do that.
1: <laughs> and they
0: did that. And...
1: and I, I mean, I... I So, um, full disclosure, I was like, fuck. I'm going to be way late to Chris's house. So, I, like, skipped ahead a little bit. And then I was like, wait, how did they end up at the ocean? This a blue dove. The dove and just so drops I, a note. I, I skip back a little bit. And mm-hmm. then they're... Back where I was, like, before I skipped ahead. And I was like, fuck, skip ahead a little bit, skip back a little bit, skip back. And then it's like, they're reading the note. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to, whatever the note says, I'm going to take as gospel.
0: And that's what happened.
1: But I don't know how somebody dropped the
0: note. It's literally a dove. A blue dove that is supposed to be the blue fairy. A hot blue dove. Just the sexiest dove you've ever seen in your life literally drops a note on their lap because they show up to the house. The house is empty. They're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And a dove is all like, uh,
1: plot point. It's like, you guys couldn't figure it out for yourselves. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this for you.
0: So at this point, Pinocchio fucking walks to the ocean, which is clearly nearby, uh, and ties a rock to himself in a scene that suggests that goodbye, cruel world. My dad's gone, everybody's gone, and Pinocchio's literally going to commit suicide in the 1800s fashion by tying a rock to himself and throwing himself into the ocean. And Jiminy Cricket, who drives this fucking boat, is all like, nah, dude, I might be fish food down there, but where you go, I go. Let's find Monstro. Because straight up the note says Geppetto was looking for you, and he got eaten by a big fish. And that fish's name is Monstro.
1: Don't use that name on the bottom of the sea, though. Because the fish will get scared. The fish will get scared as fuck, because Monstro, in the novel, is called Dogfish. Because he's a dogfish. Yeah, but he's also a mile long. A full mile? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. They land on the bottom of the ocean, and there's a fish that is smitten with Jiminy Cricket. Follows him around. Follows him around. Until Jiminy punches him in the nose. And then incurs the wrath of the mother fish that is much bigger. Uh, I'm just looking for Monstro! Ah! Scatter. Every time. Do this a couple of times. Every time. God damn it, that water looks so good though. We get to... Um, we get to... Geppetto... And Figaro and cleo inside the belly of the whale, who looks fucking monstrous. What kind of whale is that supposed to be? You ever seen a whale? That's a that sperm like that? whale.
0: Can you make that up?
1: No, that's that's a sperm whale. Sperm whale have teeth, bro.
0: You ever seen a whale with teeth, bro?
1: No, but the like the shape of that whale, the like flat face, the kind of like rectangular shape of that whale. That's a sperm whale. My thought process was in the 1940s, they didn't know what whales looked like. There are whales that look like that, and that's a sperm whale. All right, fair enough. So, <laughs> things get more grim in these old um, Disney movies than they do in later ones. You get Geppetto saying, well, I never thought it would end this way. Us starving to death in the belly of a whale. Why didn't they just eat the whale? You're talking about just like carving chunks of uh, chunks of flesh out of the side and use, eating them like jello.
0: Yeah, the Inuit have been living off of whale
1: fat for years. They call it blubber. I imagine they figured uh, that would probably lead to their demise. Fair enough. They don't want to make him mad. Geppetto's scared to make him mad. Uh, we get a scene that reminds me of my childhood of. Uh, the desperation that they have of not having had a bite in days. Days. And then Monstro eating, and then they're catching everything. All of the all of It's the like fucking bountiful, bountiful fucking... Tuna, Figaro! Yeah. Tuna! All of the tuna! We'll eat for days, Figaro! One of the things that Geppetto catches is Pinocchio. And we get the, the Figaro, or rather, the uh, Geppetto-Pinocchio joke of uh, Pinocchio getting caught. While Geppetto's catching fish, Geppetto's saying, or uh, Pinocchio's saying, hey, father, father, and and he's like, not now, Pinocchio. Don't bother me now, Pinocchio. I'm catching fish. Pinocchio!
0: Classic Geppetto.
1: Then they're all happy.
0: Uh, Only after Geppetto almost kisses a fish.
1: He almost kisses a fish, he does, yeah. He almost
0: kisses a fish. But not the sexy fish he keeps in a bowl.
1: So how do we get out of this whale, Christopher? Uh,
0: Pinocchio, who's made of wood, decides it's time to light a fire. He's been alive for four whole days, but he knows full well that when in, in the belly of a sperm whale, fire will make a whale sneeze. Uh, and that's when Monstro goes, oh, oh. I don't like, I I can't figure out how they made the Monstro noise. But it's no. good. It's good, and it's scary. It's fucking scary. It sounds like a train coming. It sounds like a train in a storm. And it's the perfect noise for Monstro. And the water looks frothy and scary and fucking awesome.
1: You got the, the, the gulls about. And and they're like,
0: the, the gulls are perched atop Monstro's flat fucking head. And he's just taking a nap at the fucking surface as if to say i am the apex predator i need not fear anything i'm gonna sleep fully visible to both those below and above as so below so be above and fucking the gulls are just sleeping on his head and they see the smoke
1: first from his blowhole
0: and that's when he gets the sneezes like a little like a little bitch uh, and out goes Pinocchio. This always
1: made me uncomfortable. Out As comes kid.
0: Geppetto, and everything is fine until he's got to sneeze again, and he's like, <gasps> and back
1: in they go. He sucks them back in. Sucks them right back in. Guess and what?
0: He blows them back out. He does. It could have been credits. They're fine. Could have been like Toy Story 3 when they're flying towards the fucking, the fire pits, but no. No credits. They're fine. They get out. They land on on the beach. Pinocchio's dead. Pinocchio's dead. And Geppetto is sobbing. He's... He's He's waterlogged anyways. lost his boy for real. And Pinocchio says to Geppetto, Hey, why are you so sad? And Geppetto says... Because you're dead, Pinocchio. You're dead, Pinocchio. And Pinocchio's like, I'm not dead. And he goes, yes, yes, you are. Put your head down. Pinocchio! Pinocchio!
1: Dance around happy ending credits classic fucking disney
0: that's it that's all i got
1: god damn it i loved this movie man yeah uh what do you think of pinocchio's face the real boy face Mm -hmm. or the real boy face face? i uh, i thought
0: to myself as pinocchio turns into a real boy he almost looks like the child of the blue fairy and geppetto in that moment because Pinocchio looks real, but he still looks like a cartoon. And the Blue Fairy being the... Like, the Blue Fairy looks like you could pluck a real actress from the 40s and plop her into... Like, just have them trace over her in a frame. And, and in this moment, Pinocchio... Like, what would you think of his face? Why would you even ask that question?
1: I don't know, he like, cooler as Pinocchio. So next week, we're doing Boy Meets World
0: when this boy meets world
1: when the boy meets world
0: running down your mom so, in
1: a fucking line it does not that song doesn't come in at first you get like <laughs> it's like the doors but like more <laughs> ac, academic <laughs> okay that's what we're going to do next week and, this is and the, the following week world. Or next week, we'll let you know what's coming next. It's going to be Fantasia.
0: But we're going to let you know next week.
1: Yeah, we'll have an idea of uh, of what the companion piece for Fantasia is going to be.
0: What do you think we should do?
1: Well, let's talk about that.
0: All right. Over a beer.
1: Sounds good to me. See you guys later. We haven't thought of a like, sign-off we yet. Do
0: we, uh... No, I don't have one yet.
1: Well, when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. Good night and good luck. Ooh, that's good. Somebody should use that.